Welcome to the Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett, and here with me is Beth Demert, our Director of Affiliate Services at Heartbeat International. We have two other guests with us as well. Dr. Joe Malone and Lori Kirkendall are with us, and I'll let Beth tell you a little more about them and how we started working with them. Um, but let me first mention that this episode's sponsor is Heartbeat International's Online Academy, with hundreds of training opportunities available on a variety of topics, such as sexual integrity, which we'll be talking about today in this episode. Heartbeat Academy is your place to go for training that's specific to the work that you are doing in the pregnancy help movement. Visit heartbeatservices.org, click on Academy to see how we can help with your center's training needs. So Beth, why don't you get us started? Thanks, Christine. Dr. Joe, Lori, thank you so much for being here with us this morning. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with you. I wanted to start this morning. I've been um, contemplating this as we've uh, thought about having this conversation I want to start with Heartbeat's uh, vision. Uh, I was in a meeting recently where this was pointed back to, and it made me think of uh, talking with you all this morning. Heartbeat's life-saving vision is a world where every new life is welcomed and children are nurtured within strong families, according to God's plan, so that abortion is unthinkable. And the idea that we can reach her far before Uh, she would ever need to come into a pregnancy center and educate her about her sexuality. Uh, It just means that abortion for her is never going to be an issue because she's going to follow God's plan for her sexuality. And that's exciting. And that's where you two come in because you have been such a strong voice uh, in this area. You've been around um, for a long time, Lori and Joe, you're just sort of uh, new to the movement, which is exciting in itself. So why don't we take a minute and have you just share with our listeners your background. Lori, do you want to go first? I'd be happy to. Thank you so much for having me. So I love to share my background in pregnancy help work because I was my first job out of college in 1995 was at the Women's Pregnancy Center. This was in the Houston, Texas area. And I was new to um, pro-life. I was new to the work of pregnancy help centers and quickly drawn in by God's good leading to offer what I had learned in my undergraduate training in the field of health education, community health education. And I remember so clearly that pregnancy center's director, when she said to me, we want to reach the girls before they need us. And it was from that point that we started a prevention and outreach program from within the center ministry. And I think it's been a really important part of the compassion of pregnancy center work to be working upstream in a sense uh, with a prevention message that complements our work in the center in those crisis valley decision moments. And then also I think our post-abortion work is really the full gamut of a spectrum of of reaching out into our hurting world around these important topics. So I have my undergraduate degree in health education, would go off to do more work specifically around abstinence or sexual risk avoidance work, Uh, was later a, a pregnancy center director, also in the North Texas area for several years and have worked with several um, of the groups and coalitions of pregnancy centers since then. I later earned my master's in public health and like to have those letters as I'm out in the field of sex education and fighting this battle in communities and at a a policy level as well. So excited to bring all that together uh, with you all. I love Heartbeat 
and the, the work that we're doing across the world around these issues. Glad to be here today. Thank you so much. Your background, of course, is just phenomenal. And the experience that you bring both from in the center and then the community is just so valuable. And we're really anxious to hear more all about that in our conversation today. Dr. Joe, you're a little bit of a newcomer to the movement. I think we first got connected about a year ago, and it actually uh, was a connection that was made through Lori. So thank you, Lori, for uh, sending Dr. Joe our way. He has been contributing uh, in some of our publications here at Heartbeat. He helped us with a manual edit um, to understand more about um, sexual health and wellness and sexual integrity. Uh, he spoke at our conference in Jacksonville just a few months ago, and uh, we're looking forward to other plans that we have in the works with Dr. Joe. Um, he has a little bit of a different background. Dr. Joe, why don't you fill, your, fill our listeners in on uh, who you are and how you got here? Glad to. Thanks, Beth. Um, yeah, mine isn't nearly as direct as Lori's is, and um, God's brought me here in a really roundabout way, but, uh, and it's a long story, but I'll make it very quick. Uh, I've been into fitness, well, health and wellness fitness for a long time, worked in that industry, went from there, uh, got a chance to, to teach at the university here near, uh, near us in Nashville, um, went there, uh, discouraged from the fitness industry because, there had been so, so much unhealthy um, heart attacks, that type of thing I had to deal with personally. Um, and so I came across some research about girls and young women when they got pregnant, uh, how important their health state is when, when they're pregnant and how much that influences the child's entire life. If they're really healthy, the child has a much better chance of having a long, healthy life as well because things get constructed in the womb in, in positive ways. So I created a program at this university I was teaching at, a, a women's health program, you say, might say. And um, through that, I uh, had, had five years of classes, had 12 years of teaching overall and five years of classes with women exclusively. Learned a lot about them from that, that situation. Um, was writing a book at the same time, getting a PhD around this. And again, it there was a lot of work to be done with them on nutrition and on their fitness and while they're trying to go to college at the same time, and most of them work. But this other issue came up, um, this hookup culture issue that they made me aware of for the first time. So um, my my direction changed. I felt like God was talking to me about this, this uh, casual sex situation, uh, was really more ruinous to them than any of these other things that I'd been dealing with. So uh, my committee allowed me to change in the direction of sexual wellness and uh, ended up coming out with a PhD that specializes in that. Along the way, um, offended a lot of people by insisting that males and females are physiologically um, different. And there were a lot of other issues that go along with that, the gender ideology. Ended up getting canceled there at that university. And uh, so I ended up with all this knowledge and this inspiration to try to do something to help these young women and really no place to, for it to go as far as teaching. So, but then as, as you were saying, um, spoke with Lori about it and she referred me to you guys. And uh, I learned about the pro-life movement and became inspired by it. And I'm so happy to be here now and be able to use this knowledge that God has allowed me to learn. Um, that can be so helpful. I think, especially young women, as you were saying, Beth, to um, learn about themselves and 
understand themselves as well as the opposite sex, as well as the guys in their lives. Yeah, I just absolutely love that. And the idea that, you know, man makes his plan, but God orders his steps. And we're really thankful here at Heartbeat that God ordered your steps through all of those circumstances for us to be able to connect and for you now to bring your wealth of knowledge and experience into the Pregnancy Help community uh, for the purpose of reaching her um, and helping her to understand more about her own sexual health and wellness. And um, it's exhilarating when I listen to you, Dr. Joe, when I read your publications, um, the, the brain science, the it's fascinating to me. And I know recently you just submitted an article talking about um, some of that. Can you just give us a general understanding of why we have um, come to this place of understanding that there is uh, certain things that qualify sexual wellness? Um, you know, when, when I go back to that vision, it's the idea according to God's plan. And often in our core advocate training, um, I will reference the fact that though that client may not acknowledge the creator, she identifies with the plan as she identifies with the creation and that, that she just says things like, oh, that makes sense now. Or, oh, I've always wondered why I felt that way or that was the way it was. And to me, that's an alignment. That is aligning with the way God created her to be. And of course, it's true for males as well. But I just would love for you to share with the, the listeners a little bit more about that subject. Sure. Be glad to, Beth. Um, there are so many things. There's so much uh, in human sexuality that, is, that can be talked about that are important. Uh, but I think the, very, the most important one, especially in our, in our society today as it is, to talk about is and and going along with that aligning with the plan as you were as you were referring to young women girls and young women teenage let's say teenage girls and young women need to understand that the way courtship was done in the past where again a young woman was you know picked up for a date and they went to the movies and they, they had a, maybe a little dinner afterwards that the thing dropped off and there was no sex involved. Um, again, premarital sex was, was uh, frowned on by the whole society up until, you know, the, the early to mid 1960s. And there were guardrails in place that the society had, which were based on Judeo Christian um, ethics basically and, and beliefs. That was very, very protective for the young women. And it brought about a situation where the young man was able to spend time with her and they were able to bond. They were able to, um, well, he was able to bond because, again, scientifically, we've discovered in the last maybe 10 years that young men and young women bond differently. And the way young, men, young women bond, they bond basically with any kind of a sexual type of uh, interchange, and especially intercourse. Young men, on the other hand, don't bond that, that way. So, um, they need time being in an attraction type of a situation with this young woman and um, courting her, treating her well. Um, and there's, a, there's literally a neuroreceptor and a neurotransmitter and hormone called vasopressin that 
stays in a man's young man's brain if that happens if there's intercourse if there's sex that proceeds you know where where he comes to some to, to orgasm of some type not to be too graphic but just kind of giving you trying to give you the accurate picture especially if it's, if it's early on that vasopressin never is in the brain long enough for him to bond to her and for it to create receptors for itself and lock so the bottom line is young women need to understand that if they want committed relationships in their life if they want to if they want a young man to fall in love with him to put in in plain language they need to practice the old school approach in courtship of no this isn't about sex no there casual sex is an oxymoron you know there is no such thing as casual casual sex and if they want to understand that they have the superpower and the superpower in this case is for them to insist on courtship, romance, um, engagement, marriage, and then sex. Because in that order, uh, a young man will will bond with her biochemically, and uh, it'll be a situation where there's a mutual respect, mutual love, mutual sexual empathy, and children will come from that. And every time that that Every, every step of commitment, young women need to understand, every step of commitment that that young man makes lowers his testosterone. And that's a good thing because testosterone leads to all kinds of problems as far as behavior, but also his health is also de detrimentally affected by high testosterone for long periods of time. So that's just, I think the most important thing is males falling in love is different than females falling in love. And the females need to understand they, they hold the key in that in that situation. OK, that is just absolutely fascinating. And again, you know, whether or not they acknowledge the creator, they and identify with the design. And so the female knows that's what she wants. Um, and she has that superpower. I love how you say that the superpower to make it happen simply by choosing not to get involved in hookup culture, not to get involved in casual sex, but to truly make her um, her longings come true by avoiding um, sexual intercourse with a man until he's fallen in love with her. You got to love that. All right, Lori, I know you know all of these things and have been involved um, in a lot of what makes this happen and, and in the center and with clients, but you've been really instrumental in helping our centers take this message, not just... Um, in the consulting room, but out to the community. And you've helped centers and you've done this yourself in creating a community education program uh, on sexual integrity and sexual wholeness and wellness. Talk to us about that a little bit. Well, I like to think about pregnancy help centers as a beacon of light and hope in the community. And with the information we know from caring for men and women facing crisis pregnancies, I feel like it's almost an obligation that we have to go out to schools, to churches, to community groups with a prevention message that takes the very design that we've just been speaking of, God's good design for family formation, for healthy relationships, for physical, mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual health, 
that wholeness and flourishing, we have the answers to, and our community around us is hungry for it. So I think that allows us then to be strategic in how we plan and implement, and I would add evaluate outreach programs. And and the target areas, I would say, again, would be to schools and churches and community groups. Ultimately, we're also trying to reach families and and this is a key part of a parent outreach and, and ministry to parents of young people as well. And I think we can do that. I think we can do that well. The field of sex education, sexual risk avoidance education and abstinence through the years is robust and has lots of, of resources that pregnancy centers can tap into and do this well as part of their overall ministry to the community. So I think that's that's an exciting thing. It, it, again, we've got the tools and resources. We just want to connect centers who want to dive out into that space to be able to do that well. Yeah, speaking of well, well said, Lori. I mean, what a phenomenal um, grasp on really where the centers are, what they need, and what the ability they have to go out there and impact and change a culture. And, you know, again, that premise of the vision within strong families, uh, this is the way to do it. And so because of that, um, we should let our listeners know that we're going to be very intentional to do exactly uh, what we've been talking about here. We have uh, chosen to uh, this fall kind of go back to school with those who are going back to school. And we are introducing and getting ready to present two live virtual classes that are going to be available through the Heartbeat Academy. One of them is going to be taught by Dr. Joe, and its focus is going to be on the things that you've heard him talk about here this morning, um, the science behind uh, sexual wholeness and wellness. Um, It's really focused on -on one-on-one in the consulting room with a client. How do we speak to her about her sexuality and her overall wellness. And then Lori's uh, class is going to be focused outward. How do we take this message out into the community through all of those places that she mentioned, schools and churches and community uh, venues that come available to us? And so these classes through the academy um, will be available week to week. Uh, Dr. Joe's class will be six weeks. Lori's class will be eight weeks. And uh, We should just um, not give away the house here, guys, but let's whet the appetite of our listeners. Dr. Joe, can you just give us a little, um, you know, one minute understanding of what the the course will be? Yes, I'd be glad to, Beth. Yeah. um, Again, we're going to try to bring uh, the knowledge level of our staff up to a very, very high level where they know a lot of these issues uh, and can explain them in depth. Some of the topic headings would be things like the chemical laws of attraction, secret sex signals, the visual laws of attraction, the female sexual mystique. And again, female sexuality is much more complex overall than male sexuality. The battles between the sexes, sexual conflict, and then resolving uh, sexual conflict through sexual empathy, sexual respect, and sexual synergy. Uh, and then we'll finish off with basically a kind of an overall view of the, the, the entire big picture and especially emphasize again that what all of this says to us is that 
sexual wellness, human sexual wellness, because it's different for different species, but human sexual wellness is sexual integrity. In other words, we were designed by God to be monogamous and the scientific proof lines up behind that biochemically, we can, we can prove that. So um, the folks that take this course will be able to explain all that at the end and be very, I think, convincing to these young women on a scientific level that the lifestyle that since the sexual revolution of the 60s has been foisted upon them is has really unhealthy for them. And uh, it'll be in their best interest to, again, go down a different pathway. Okay, that's like uh, when you see a movie trailer on TV and it's so fascinating and you can't wait to see the movie. That's exactly how I felt when you were talking about the content of the class. I'm so excited about it. And again, the emphasis is on training uh, those who work within centers to be able to deliver that message uh, to clients, to share it with them um, in a very um, intentional way. Uh, in a very impactful way and in a very relational way. So I'm so looking forward to that. Lori, I know that your class is going to be dynamic as well. Can you give us a little hint or preview? Sure. So uh, the course I'll be teaching is for centers who already have prevention outreach in place or maybe those beginning a program or even just starting to consider that and will be very practical in terms of planning, doing assessments to get ready for that, doing the full implementation, what to teach, how to teach it, and then the evaluation piece, how to show that you're making a difference in the community. And that that's internal and external. We want our boards and leadership to be on board with what we're doing, and then we want to be able to show the community the good we're doing. I would mention specifically, as you said, in back to school, that um, everybody, I think, knows the schools are, as I've said, the five-alarm fire of what's being taught in sex education. And I really want pregnancy help centers to be a strong voice, a, an equipped voice to talk effectively in those battles around school t- teaching especially. And then, like I said, we'll, we'll talk churches and community groups and how we can bring this message of light and hope out to our world. Wow. 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 I can't wait. And I'm sure that our listeners are feeling the same way. Uh, So you heard it here first, folks, and there are great things to come. Um, We will be getting you more information along the way on how you register for the classes. And Christine will fill you in on that uh, in a minute. Both of you are such leaders uh, in the Pregnancy Help community. I am so appreciative of your background, of your education, and what you bring uh, to the table and your willingness uh, to share it um, through the Heartbeat Venue and through our academy. So thank you so much for all you do, for being here this morning, for what's to come. Um, We know that we are going to really um, bless our um, constituency with these two courses. I was thinking this morning as I was getting ready to come into the office about this topic in young people, and I have a nephew who is headed off to college for the first time today. Uh, My brother's driving him from Pennsylvania uh, to North Carolina, so he's going a little bit uh, far away. And I was praying for him along these lines of um, just being well at school. And uh, so it's very near and dear to my heart this morning, as well as all of those in the community that I know will be blessed. So again, thank you for what you do. Thanks for being here with us this morning. Christine, we'll turn it back over to you. 
Thank you, Beth. This is so exciting to know we have this in the future. So think fall, think back to school, think uh, sexual integrity classes. You can find out more when registration opens. We will have the links online at heartbeatservices.org. Click on Academy. Uh, We have a listing of upcoming webinars, trainings, and these will be included when registration is open. So Dr. Joe's course begins in October, towards the end of October, and Lori's begins towards the end of September. So we have a little bit of time. We'll be opening registration soon. If you're not receiving emails from Heartbeat International about academy trainings, updates from Heartbeat, please contact us. We'd love to get you on that list because we want you to be the first to know when those open up. So contact Heartbeat at support at heartbeatinternational.org if you're not receiving those emails and you would like to. So with that, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast. And thanks for listening.